Welcome to The Daily Rewind, the show where we recap what happened today in baseball history. And we love to bring you voices from the past, so you can look for them at the end of the show. Now, everything you hear in today's show is on thisdayinbaseball.com, and of course, there's much, much more there. Um, the average day has hundreds of events, birthdays, debuts, and much, much more. Now, my name's Tom Hannon, and if you're new to the pod, what I do is simply go to This Day in Baseball's current day, and I share a few stories. And they could be birthdays, debuts, final games, passings. I love to highlight cool events, ironic history, and some flat-out historic stuff. Before I jump into today's events, if today is a special day, you can easily make it a lifetime memory by commemorating it. You can do this on thisdayinbaseball.com. You simply go to the dedication page, click on the link above the article. Every date, player, season, team, ballpark, it's super easy. And it's just $25 for the year and $50 for a lifetime. And you can put, add in a personal note that is going to show up on that page for a lifetime. Now, if you're interested, you can do it directly on the site. Or if you have questions, please reach out to me directly at tom at thisdayinbaseball.com. Now let's get things rolling. Today is November 4th. And on November 4th in 1889, after a formal meeting of the representatives from all National League chapters, the Brotherhood issues a manifesto in which it claims that players have been bought, sold, and exchanged as though they were sheep instead of American citizens. This bold statement constitutes a declaration of war between the Brotherhood and the Major League officials, which will soon exploit into the formation of the Players League. Now that basically is the reserve clause, right? So and if you're wondering how long it takes for democracy to change, it was 87 years later, when on November 4th, 1976, the first mass market free agent re-entry draft is held in the New York Plaza. Among those available are Reggie Jackson, Hall of Famer, Willie McCovey, Hall of Famer, Joe Rudy, Don Gullett, Gene Tenace, Nate Colbert, Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, Don Baylor, and Bobby Gritch. Now, McCovey and Colbert are the only two players not selected, but McCovey will catch back on with the Giants in spring training and have a banner year at his old position. Uh, Jackson, of course, is going to go on to star for the New York Yankees and win two world championships. Fingers will have several excellent seasons for the Padres and Brewers, including winning an MVP and Cy Young in both leagues. And, of course, Baylor will go on to win the MVP award in 79. And it just goes to show you how long it took for this to actually happen. It's amazing when you think of baseball history, how long the reserve clause actually lasted and was defended in, in Supreme Court. And, and they were able to keep it in place for a very long time. Today's player of the day, he was born on November 4th, 1887. One of the greatest pitchers of the dead ball era, Grover Cleveland Pete Alexander. He rivaled Walter Johnson as baseball's premier hurler throughout the second decade of the 20th century. As Christy, Christy Mathewson's period of dominance began to draw to a close during the first few years of the decade, Alexander established himself as the National League's permanent pitcher, 
winning a rookie record 28 games for the Phillies in 1911. He followed that up with win totals of 19, 22, and 27 the next three seasons before beginning arguably the most dominant three-year stretch turned out by any pitcher in baseball history. Alexander compiled a record of 94 and 35 between 1915 and 1917, winning more than 30 games each season, while also capturing the pitcher's version of the Triple Crown twice. His performance in 1916 ranks among the greatest single season ever, efforts ever. In addition to compiling a record of 33 and 12, he and also leading the league with a 1.55 ERA. Now imagine in today's baseball, 38 complete games, 388 innings pitched. I mean, you're lucky to have three starters on a team who do that now, and 167 strikeouts. Alexander threw in an all-time record 16 shutouts. By the end of the decade, the right-hander, affectionately known as Old Pete's to his teammates had won a total of 233 games and three triple crowns. Alexander accomplished all he did despite spending virtually all of 1918 in the military while also battling alcoholism and epileptic seizures throughout much of his career. There's much more on Pete Alexander on thisdayinbaseball.com. Go over to his page, just check, click the link in the show notes. Uh, you're going to be amazed at the amount of information that we have on Pete Alexander and all his events throughout uh, his history. There's got to be a hundred, um, and it's really cool stuff, stuff that you, you don't hear every day. Um, you can get those right in the show notes. And before I get to the audio, please like, follow, subscribe, and share our show. And if you have a special date, a player, or event, please consider dedicating a page. Uh, it's super easy. Those dedications allow us to improve the site and the content that you love to listen to, love to read, love to see on YouTube. Um, that's what those dedications do. They help us give you a better experience. Now, now here is the broadcast featuring Keith Jackson and Howard Cosell announcing Reggie Jackson's inf infamous <laughs> three-home run game in Game 6 in 1977. Um, that would never have happened without free agency. And it's just amazing to think it took 87 years when the, when the players were really going up against it to actually make it happen. Um, it's just stunning. But because it happened, Reggie moved, uh, went from Oakland to Baltimore and then the Yankees, and uh, he made history and became Mr. October. So here's Reggie, and I'll see you on the flip side. Reggie Jackson. Long a big, big World Series for Reggie Jackson, despite all the palaver about his discontent with Billy Martin as he comes up with his third home run of the series. Quickly, the Yankees go ahead. Reggie Jackson has seen two pitches in the strike zone tonight. Two 
And he's in a boat in the sea.